foolish mortals to awful neutral. Hello and welcome to Awful Neutral. I am your dungeon master, Damien Mercado. Starring in a very special Kevin backstory episode, we have Dave Callens as... Kevin, the tabaxi. Just the tabaxi. That is all at this point. (laughs) And with us again, our NPC superstar, Jesse Egan. Hey, good to be here. What does NPC stand for? Non. Non. Playable character. It's the clean version of WAP, I think. Wet ass podcast, baby. Ooh, that's a good one. We begin our journey in the city of Cranksport. The Cranksport we know today is a thriving city with a robust economy. But in the time period we're going to cover, It is a city ruled by criminals. It is a city in decline. And in one particularly poor portion of the city, the skid row of Cranksport, we find a young tabaxi battling with addiction. On a shady corner, you see a couple of drug dealers pushing some catnip. Kevin is patiently waiting in line. WMDs, WMDs, got those spider bags. (laughs) Spider bag. <laughs> Impression of the wire. <laughs> also, just a, a side note. When you said battling addiction, I just pictured in my head this cutscene of Kevin with like a broomstick. How about you, addiction? Just like air fencing. <laughs> Saint addiction. <laughs> hey, put down that broom. You gonna buy something or not? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I'll have the usual, please. Would you happen to have any catnip? Yes, we. Uh, yeah, of course we got catnip. All right, let me see the money up first, Catman. You've been a little light in the past. Well, I have been losing some weight. Thank you for noticing. How much is it? You know, it's got to be five copper. You know the price for catnip. We got the best stuff in the city. Oof, five copper. You're killing me here. And so he reaches, uh, grabs some coins and shows them to the guy. How do I know this is the good stuff? Give, give Kevin a taste. All right, okay, all right, put out your hand. And he uh, sprinkles some on your hand. And uh, Kevin sniffs it. Oh, yes. Oh. All right. Hang on, right, hang uh, on. Yeah, I think he wants to rub it on his face, yeah. Is that what cats do? Is that what they do, basically? I think they roll in it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you should do all that. <laughs> uh, so Kevin, he, he uh, as it starts to take hold on him, he, he holds it up close to his face to sniff it, and then he rubs it, starts rubbing it on his face. Oh, oh, yes. Yes, this is good. And then he kind of sprinkles on the ground and starts rolling on the ground in it. And uh, sort of nuzzling against the drug dealer's leg while he's doing that. Man, this guy's geeking out, man. Get this guy off me. (laughs) More bad character acting. (laughs) Uh, Kevin's eyes, uh, his pupils dilate. He has his requiem for a dream moment while rolling around on the I thought you were going to say New Jack City. (laughs) (laughs) Should be calling to me. (laughs) The dealer takes the uh, coins that you have from your hand. And when he does, he notices that these aren't even coins at all. They aren't even brass. They're just buttons that Kevin. Oh, my God. I can't believe you picked up on that because I was ready to say that they were just like pieces of wood that he painted to look copper. (laughs) What is this bullshit, man? He was trying to stiff us. 
Will you give me some buttons? Will you think I need a new sweater? Roll a d20. Oof. Uh, roll the two. Roll the two. Okay, Kevin, while you're there on the ground, two of the human drug dealers pick you up by your arms, and the other three just take turns. Punching in the stomach, hit me in the face, hit me in the draw. I'm gonna sew these buttons into your ass. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, the craftsmanship on the paint job on these wooden coins is fantastic, but you don't do that. Hits you again. Oh, thank Ball, I can't feel any of this from the catnip. <laughs> uh, there, in fact, while this beating is happening, a small gnome approaches and breaks up this beating. He has uh, thick glasses. Uh, subtle features, and a gentle smile on his face. He uh, oozes charisma with an entourage. They're all wearing long, white, flowing robes. This guy has a red sash on top of his white robe, denoting leadership. And he steps in, in the middle of this beating, clapping his hands. He seems very impressed at the beating that this cat man just took, (laughs) without screaming for help or going unconscious. Wow! That's his kink, watching cats get beat up. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you sure can take a beating, kid. Hey, let me help you up. It's nice to meet you. I'm Saint Odysseus. Upon seeing this man, the other gang members let go of him when they see you showing Kevin kindness. He stiffed us. He stiffed us. That's why we're doing that. Yo, I'm I'm sorry. Is he a friend of yours? We're so sorry, uh, Saint Odysseus. All are friends to Saint Odysseus. Come, come. Let me uh, take you inside for a nice bowl of gruel. While they're carrying him away, he's still like pawing at the ground, trying to get the last bits of catnip that are down there. Uh, no problem. Hey, do, do you need any help, St. Odysseus, get this guy to where you need to go? We'll get you your money as soon as possible. I'm sorry, we're a little late right now. Yes, we'll, uh, we'll discuss that uh, later. Uh, perhaps uh, you might lend a hand. Uh, you also might lose a hand later, but we'll talk. We'll talk. Uh, just kidding there, Q. Ah, we could use a a little bit of assistance here with this with this catnip fellow. Uh, here, uh, my friend, what is your name? I am Saint Odysseus, and I have uh, much, much better things than that tiny bit of catnip to offer you. I have a lot of catnip. I was going to say, I would I'd imagine it would be a larger portion of catnip to be better than this. Much larger. For your soul. It is catnip for your soul, my friend. Even better and bigger than this. When I kind of lean in to get Kevin's attention, can I do that thing where you grab the cat by the nape of its neck and he pays right attention because his mother used to hold him like that? (laughs) Otherwise, he's just going to keep pawing at this catnip. So I think I should sort of grasp him a little bit more firmly and introduce introduce him to the salvation that I'm offering. As uh, as he's lifted by his scruff and and sort of like being snapped back into the moment, he kind of looks around and is like, Mother, is that you? (laughs) No, but some have called me father. I am here to help you, son. And all who are the most loyal and dumb will follow me, St. Odysseus. I'm on a quest to find the best goons possible. I am on a quest to find five copper pieces. Well, come with me and you will find more than copper or catnip. You'll find salvation for your soul. This cult, I mean, group that I lead, are bound for amazing things. None of us will ever all decide to kill ourselves in the future. I'm sure of that. Well, that sounds like a good first step. 
Now, you said you have catnip. Oh, I do. I have so much catnip inside, uh, inside my cult headquarters here. I mean, my church. Come, uh, come with me. I'm looking for a champion. You look like there's more to you than meets the eye. I saw the way you took that beating, and I've rarely seen a street urchin like you take a beating like that. You don't have to take my word for it, Kevin. There's many, many here who have been saved. You can too. Come with me, I will free you. Free you from this addiction to catnip and copper. I will free you into a life of salvation and you will become a champion and you will gain something much, much greater. Like a giant ball of yarn filled with catnip. Can you can you picture that? <laughs> oh, just like when I was a child. How lovely. And St. Odysseus leads Kevin uh, in this worn-down slum of Cranksport to a building that is much nicer than all the rest around it. It is a uh, plain building. It is fenced off. You see several members of the cult, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the religion that Kevin is being indoctrinated into right now. Around the grounds, they're uh, doing gardening. They're doing gardening. They're planting crops in this little city garden they have. Look how beautiful, Kevin. Here we have poppies as far as the eye can see. We grow those. And then we bake (laughs) bagels and we make poppy seed bagels. That's the only reason that we grow that. But... It's a beautiful field. Where's the catnip field? I'd like to see that one. Oh, you'll see that later. As you enter the building, everybody who St. Odysseus passes gets down in a knee, muttering a prayer. Oh, they're all strung out. That's some good groveling, huh? As you enter this three-story gothic structure of human design, you're passing several rooms as you're making your way to wherever St. Odysseus is leading you. Come this way, Kevin. Come down this hall. Just step over those people on the ground. They're, they're laying there because uh, they're polishing the, the the tile. Can't you see that? They're making it nice and clean. Just step right over them. Kevin steps over them, but St. Odysseus purposely steps on all of these people on his way to his destination. This way, Kevin. <laughs> Uh, you pass one room. Kevin, you look to your left, and you hear screaming coming out of one room. My goodness. What, what is that screaming coming from stage right? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I grew up in a theater, so I never learned traditional left and right. When you look to your stage right, you see what looks like several cult members holding down another cult member, whilst one of them has pliers, and they're removing the teeth of this cult member. Oh, can we wager on this? I would like to put some money on the small one. Absolutely, we can wager on this. It's a big part of our church. Don't you uh, enjoy things like this? This, by the way, is a free display of dentistry, which you will get by joining our religion. We extract all the teeth you don't need, and uh, even some you might, but it's free. (laughs) Roll an insight check, Kevin. Yeah, I only rolled an eight on insight. Wow, a cult with dentistry? This is amazing. Free dental, Kevin. I've always wanted to be a dentist. When can I start training? Immediately. Here, (laughs) work on this guy. And I I pick up a guy off the ground, pull his tooth out, and hand him to Kevin. (laughs) See what you can do with that. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I toss him to the side. Let's keep going, Kevin. I've got more to show you. The man is screaming. You're welcome. As you guys continue your walk. That was free.
You pass another room. As uh, Kevin's noticing, like, all the screaming and the weird shit going on, he's gonna... And still being, like, sort of led by the scruff by Odysseus, he's still gonna kind of lean into Odysseus and be like, Listen, I... I don't mean to freak you out, but I think I'm having a bad trip. That's why we've got to get you clean of that dirty, dirty catnip. We've got much better things in store for you. You will be a champion of St. Odysseus. And so you proceed down the hallway. Eventually you pass what looks to be a dance studio type room. There are many cult members and they all have yoga mats and they're in rows on the floor. You notice it's all men. Mostly elves, dwarves, halflings, and some gnomes. They are self-flagellating, so they're whipping themselves like the henchmen in a Dan Brown book. Oh, is this Jersey Boys? I've heard so much about this play. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? This is flexibility training. These, uh, these fellas have to be more flexible with what they expect out of this church. And uh... They keep chanting the same thing you hear them say. Saint Odysseus is without sin. That's and right. And they'd whip themselves. He leads the world on a better path. I do. They whip himself. Our wives are much happier being married to Saint Odysseus. They definitely are. And they'll whip themselves. And then they'll repeat the chant over and over again. Did you know that sin is Spanish for without? So they're kind of saying a bit of a pun in two languages. <laughs> You're hilarious, <laughs> Kevin. You'll fit right in here. It's a funny place, can't you tell? These uh, these gentlemen are showing the importance of sacrifice. You see, I've uh, I've got to sacrifice my time in order to make their wives happy, and uh, I do so. Let's move on. And you pass a couple more rooms. Uh, while their doors are closed, nothing really notable about them, until you come to a door, and it has a small window, and that window has bars on it, similar to a door you'd see in a jail. And in it, you see what looks to be a fancy uh, arist- human aristocrat. He seems to be wearing a white wig that is very disheveled, almost as if he's uh, been in this room for a few days. Listen, I'm, I'm Saint Odysseus. I'm very sorry. I, I can be much more reasonable if we talk. Um, I, I just, just if you let me out, I promise there will be no more problems with the town guards. Uh, you, you and your, you and your religious group can, can do what you wish. Just, just let me go, please. Ah, so you are a believer in religious freedom. It sounds like we can talk. <laughs> uh, I believe anything you want. Well, Saint. I believe you too, but uh, the thumbscrews, <laughs> they know better. So we'll get back to you in just a bit. Uh, never fear. No, please, please. As you continue walking. You see, honesty will come around policy. to our point of view. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think so too, Kevin. I... He's, uh, Kevin's doing that thing as a, a junkie. He's just sort of like, sort of siding with the person who seems to be in control. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, he's just on board. He's acting like he's a DC's his number two right now. That's excellent. And this continues until you get to the end of the hallway. As you do, you see one room that is much more grandiose than the rest. It has its door open. There is gold statues. Most everything, including the desk, is gilded in some way. There are uh, extravagant displays of wealth on the walls. And you see on the door, it says the office of St. Odysseus. And in the room, Kevin, you see what is clearly an eight foot tall. It looks like a devil. It has horns, red skin, a goat body. It's dressed very nice. 
It looks at St. Odysseus, pulls out a pocket watch and taps it and looks annoyed at St. Odysseus as if he's late for a meeting. <laughs> Bill, 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 just two more minutes. I'll be right there. <laughs> just hold your horses. My goodness. He's so, he's so eager that Mr. B- Billzebub. After this, I do have an appointment. I have to go smite that devil, you know, as that's uh, saint stuff. We've got to stay holy. <laughs> you know how it goes. Oh, indeed we do. St. Odysseus uh, motions to one of his acolytes, his uh, assistant, and he says... Kevin motions as well, just mimicking. You're learning well. <laughs> A second acolyte comes over. <laughs> Go with this, uh, with this acolyte here. He'll show you to your quarters and your training will begin in the morning. Yes, Bill, enjoy your training. It will begin tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you have a great sense of humor, Kevin. That's excellent. You'll need it. Now, be gone. Oh, oh, this is for me. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And turn to follow the dude. Actually, I'm, I'm more of an afternoon person for this training, if you could write that down somewhere. He's leading you away, Kevin. You turn around, go knock on St. Odysseus's door. Who is it? The door swings open angrily. St. Odysseus looks very annoyed. Members of the order know not to bother him when he's in his meetings with Bill. <laughs> Who dares enter the cave of wonders? I mean, my office. Oh, it's it's me from before. I just wanted to see uh, uh, what we were doing right now. He's going to sort of just start to walk into the office if he belongs there. You are going with the acolytes. I suppose I didn't make that clear enough. Uh, I'll see you in the morning. And then I snap and maybe like six more guys carry him off. <laughs> Bill stands up and says, You know what? I've seen what I need to see here. I don't think you're the type of organization I look to, I'm going to be working with in the future. You're late for appointments. You just let underlings walk into your office. And I mean, what, what kind of cult are you running here? Bill, 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 calm down. And uh, Kevin's still just acting as if he belongs here. He's going to yell over his shoulders at Kevin Way. He's like, you will not get a refund on your membership. <laughs> it ends with the Alkalites leading Kevin away as St. Odysseus is running after Bill, trying to uh, get him. Wait, Bill, no. Bill, we've got a deal. Come on, Bill. I've sacrificed a lot for you. In fact, many of these people, they were killed, I'm saying. Bill, wait. The Alkalites, all of them lead Kevin away to his room, where he feels pretty sleepy coming down from that catnip, and he has his first restful night in a bed in a long time. It's now the afternoon, and it is time for Kevin's training. Mm. Kevin is sitting in a folding chair. There are many folding chairs in this auditorium, but there's only one with anybody sitting in it, and it's Kevin. He's put the rest of the chairs like in a semicircle, all facing him. <laughs> all of a sudden, the lights go out and you hear some techno music. It sounds reminiscent of the final countdown. <laughs> you see some magic users in the back and they're pressed to digitating a laser light show in the background. The door opens up and there is a fog machine working overtime. Fog cascades into the room. When it finally dissipates enough, you see a small gnomish man, St. Odysseus. He looks hungover. He's looking to do your training. When I wrote this, because this guy is a con man, I pictured if Trump University had a paladin degree, (laughs) this is basically that. (laughs) So I come in, I'm kind of disheveled, maybe like off mic. I'm like, I haven't even had my coffee yet. Uh, For the love of crap. Okay, let's do this. Uh, where are these suckers and losers, anyway? I think they're all still outside. All right, it's just this one idiot that cost me Bill the Bill account. 
Uh, I needed that account. All right. Turn off the damn fog machine. Booming out like, uh, like Oz, right? <laughs> Do you think you are worthy of being the champion of the great and extremely muscular Saint Odysseus? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Is this not the breakfast buffet? Kevin gets up and looks around. Don't call that a yes. Sit down. Do you consider yourself worthy of being my holy avatar of justice? Kevin kind of looks thoughtfully up in the, so just sort of up in the air, and he thinks to himself, like, what does it mean to be worthy? He's poetic. It's good enough. I say that's a second yes. Are you prepared to take an oath? of vengeance in my name to seek out those who would do harm to our church and show them justice and I'll take any nonsensical idiot response as a yes on this one. Oh, that actually sounds like fun. I will definitely do that. Congrats! Your training is done. You're now a paladin. A hammer and some plate mail armor is waiting for you in your room. Put it on and we'll find some good goon work for you. Some really good goon work uh, for you to do. How do you feel about being a paladin? I'll tell you what, it's nice, but uh, I do miss the catnip. Oh yes, well, we will cure you of that. Right now, I've got a, a magical cure. In fact, uh, here's how it works. No more catnip, or I will pull out all of your teeth and claws. How's that? Hmm, I do enjoy my teeth and claws. But I also enjoy catnip. You drive a hard bargain, sir, but I'll take it. And cured! And Kevin never touched catnip again. Barring any changes that happen in future episodes. <laughs> Welcome aboard! How do you feel? I actually feel the same. I don't care, I gotta go. Kevin, you don't see Saint Odysseus for the next few days. You uh, just have uh, other alkalites come up to you and assign you jobs. They keep referring to you as goon, which you just assume means good. <laughs> so Dave, your special position as the enforcer, the paladin of this order, everybody else has to wear these white robes, but you get to wear your white plate armor, and it does have a white tabard with the symbol of Saint Odysseus, but otherwise you stand out as clearly the only person meant for combat. Quick question. Can I also have like an orange reflector training vest on? Over my... Yeah, it says trainee. It says paladin in training <laughs> on the vest. It's over the white tabard. My mistake. I missed that. Your first day of training, it says day one. Right. And it has you removing cult members. This is people who have tried to leave the cult, people who have run, or people who have broken the rules of the cult. So are they trying to have me remove the teeth? You're meant to be the goon. They give me the pliers and leave me in the room with a guy. They leave us the two of us alone in there. They come back after like a minute. And uh, Kevin has pulled one of his own teeth out, and he's holding it with the pliers. He's like, oof, that, that was much more difficult than I thought it would be. <laughs> Comically, St. Odysseus goes to check up on you and sees that you've pulled out your tooth. What's going on in here? My God, did you pull your own tooth? You lunatic. It would have made more sense if you had asked me to pull one of his teeth out, but I just do what you tell me. <laughs> He puts his head in his hands and it goes, says day two. <laughs> day two, Kevin is left in charge of torturing the aristocrat that Kevin saw coming in who was begging for his freedom just the day before. Here's what you got to do, see? You got to go in there. You got to torture that aristocrat, see? You got to torture him real good. Otherwise, 
Uh, Saint Odysseus, he's gonna be real, real steam, you hear? That's my impression of an acolyte. <laughs> <laughs> and he leads Kevin into the room and walks away. So Kevin uh, goes up to the aristocrat and says, Well, apparently there's someone we're supposed to torture. Do you know where he might be? I only see the two of us in this room, so I'm not certain. When they come back in the room, I just want Kevin to be wearing the wig. Because they're just kind of like palling around. <laughs> the aristocrat wig? <laughs> yeah. Maybe Kevin's the one in chains huh? and he's wearing the wig. St. Odysseus comes back and he's like, Ah, you're torturing me now with this idiocy. Acolyte, ah, I'm going to punish you for this. I punish the acolyte. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I told you to torture him. See, I told you. Ah, oh, no. It just cuts to day three. All right, listen, you idiot. Just stand outside my office and look tough. That's what I want you to do. I'll be in here meeting with Bill. Don't screw it up again. He goes in the office where Kevin can see Bill is waiting for him in his eight-foot-tall devil form. Oh, well, I've already let him down twice. I know what I was supposed to do the first time. I, I can't make that mistake again. Kevin goes and gets the aristocrat and brings him over and says, Listen, I need you to stand by this door and look tough while I go inside and do what I was supposed to do in the first place. So he leaves the aristocrat there, he gets his pliers, and he charges madly into the room uh, and attacks Bill and pulls his teeth out. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, Bill, um, almost like Superintendent Chalmers inspecting Principal Seymour Skinner from The Simpsons, Bill says as this tabaxi paladin has kicked in the door and now has pliers in his mouth, Sage Odysseus, would you mind explaining to me why one of your underlings is trying to pull one of my teeth out right now? Kevin, you idiot! No! No, you're not a dentist! Oh, no, no, I, I'm not I'm not trying. I'm actually doing it, and he yanks a tooth out. <laughs> uh, because he's a devil, it just grows right back. <laughs> you know what? This is some of the worst I've been treated. You know what? I'm going with another cult, though. I'm sorry. You, you, you don't want a tight ship here. No, Bill, Wait! Let me torture this guy to death just to prove to you I'm serious about our relationship. It's too late for that. And he snaps his fingers, and you just smell brimstone, and you see a puff of dark smoke. And Bill's gone. We sit there for like a beat in silence, and Odysseus turns to look at me, and Kevin says, Oh, I'm glad we got rid of him, eh? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so mad at you, but you know what? You, uh... You passed the test. It was all a test. You did good. And I'm going to reward you with your very first assignment. You know that werewolf that you've heard of that's been terrorizing the church? Oh, yes. I've done catnip with him before. There's a werewolf that's uh, it's been eating guards by the dozen, just slaying everyone that comes to get him. But you, Kevin, have proven you are one of a kind. You're like Inspector Clouseau of idiots in my life and I I need you to get out there and use that superpower to take down that werewolf. Can you do this for me? My champion. Did, did you want me to have uh, my bodyguard do it? He's referring to the aristocrat. Get out! Go! Now! Kill the werewolf! Kevin grabs the aristocrat and leaves to go kill the werewolf. Saint Odysseus feels like he's solved this problem. He usually has an eye for talent uh, but he's accepted that he was wrong in this case. <laughs> I... I was definitely wrong. I can't believe I lost the Bill Zabub account. That was (laughs) such a big account. The Zababs are 
Such a big firm, and I did sign a contract with them in blood. I can't believe he reneged on it, but it's this idiot Tabaxi. He's cost me everything. I, I'll never, I'll never recover from this. Denisius uh, finishes his little dialogue. He turns and sees that Kevin is still standing in the doorway. Still here, you idiot! Go, get out! Go, kill the werewolf! Was, was that about me? Acolytes, I torture all of you. I start raging on acolytes. <laughs> Kevin grabs the aristocrat's rig, wig, uh, puts it on his own head, puts his hand on the aristocrat's shoulder and says, Come now, we have work to do. Relieved to be leaving the building, the aristocrat eagerly follows you. Two days and two nights pass. St. Odysseus, you believe your Kevin problem has been solved until after the second night, you have a rush of people trying to join your church. There are crowds outside trying to join the order of St. Odysseus. And it seems that they are following and cheering for Kevin, who has the head of a werewolf in his hand. What the hell is that racket outside? What's going on? What, what the? Whoa, Kevin? What the? Is that the, the head of a, a, a werewolf? How did you? What the? Explain! Oh, it was not easy. Actually, that's not true. It was actually very easy. <laughs> and then it cuts like a little flashback where uh, Kevin and the aristocrat are out there under a full moon at night where the werewolf had been reported as being seen last. And uh, he's sort of standing with the aristocrat. And he says, okay, I need you to stand right here. What, what, what do you want me to do? I don't, I, don't, I don't believe I have any weapons. Oh, no, you're bait. And then Kevin runs away as the werewolf jumps out and attacks the aristocrat. Bait? Uh, and then you, you just hear a wolf <laughs> snarl, and he's there one second and gone the next. But what actually happened is he choked on the powdered wig to death. <laughs> The sound of a choking werewolf can be heard <laughs> about 30 feet away from Kevin. Unbelievable. You killed this werewolf. I can't... Wait, what is this in its mouth? Is this a powdered wig? Did you kill it by suffocating it with a wig? Oh, yes, that's that's mine. Kevin puts on a powdered wig with blood. <laughs> you are a dangerous fellow, I must say, Kevin. I've... I may have underestimated you. I Suddenly a couple of humans looks like young men. Is this the Order of St. Odysseus? We watched your champion kill that werewolf. We, we want to join your holy order. Uh-oh. Are, are, are you looking for new people? These are young, somewhat affluent people, St. Odysseus. They have gold jewelry mm. on them. Well, I will say this. You have nice jewelry and very nice teeth. So yes, <laughs> please come on inside. I've got some gruel for you. And a tour we can go through? Never mind my champion, we'll uh, we'll get to him later. Come on in, all of you. Uh, yeah, you're all welcome. Let's let's go inside. Uh... A plan starts to form in St. Odysseus's head. This has been by far the best day of recruitment in the cult's history. He can let Kevin stay here, or he can try to recreate what just happened. Send Kevin out to defeat monsters that the community or neighboring communities... Basically, Kevin's going to be your brand ambassador for your religion. He's going to be the champion who goes out and earns a lot of goodwill for your religion, which is good because your religion doesn't really do anything good. <laughs> so it would be nice to uh, have a PR guy. And you realize Kevin is the perfect PR guy for your cult. And by sending him out on dangerous missions, either A, kills a monster and brings in more members for your cult, hence making your cult 
uh, more powerful and you more wealthy. Or B, he dies and you never have to deal with Kevin again. It's <laughs> a good deal. Oh, you should be so lucky. <laughs> okay. Yeah. After I give my little tour to the new acolyte uh, recruits, I call Kevin into the, uh, into the office and I treat him a lot differently, much better than I had been treating him. Sit down, sit down. Here, no, no, here in the big chair. The, don't sit on the floor anymore. Sit right here where, where Bill should have been. You sit there. Would you like a goblet full of uh, blood? I mean, wine? Uh, listen, Kevin, I'm proud of you. I, I didn't think that you would kill the werewolf. I'll be honest, but now that you have, I am promoting you. You are going to be brand ambassador for the St. Odysseus Church of Holy Selfishness. I want you to go out <laughs> and reach the masses. Perform great deeds of strength. There's a monster that I assign you to uh, find next. Well, honestly, I was, I was hoping to be promoted to influencer, but I suppose brand ambassador is okay. So you will go forth and defeat these powerful monsters and spread the word of St. Odysseus and on my church of holy sacrifice and selfishness. Go forth and defeat these foes in the name of St. Odysseus. I give him this long list. It's a scroll that winds down and has all kinds of crazy monsters and foes on it. Oh, is this the lineup for this year's Flame Festival? This looks amazing. <laughs> yes, Genuine's back. <laughs> oh, the Pixies. <laughs> oh, I want you to perform all of these tasks. They're Herculean in size. In fact, start by cleaning out my bathroom. But it's like the bathroom at a guest house that you have in the mountains. <laughs> it's an outhouse used by giants. I'm going to say that Kevin spends the next three years dutifully crossing tasks off the list. There's a lot of duty. <laughs> Every place he goes, he builds the base of the church up. Uh, the church, while he's gone in the three years he spends adventuring and smiting evil, he builds quite a bit of influence for the church. People who have never come in contact with St. Odysseus have, generally have, a positive image of the church as uh, a force for good. You're the best thing that ever happened to St. Odysseus, Kevin. I'd like to picture almost like a little montage where in addition to like slaying the monsters, there's little shots of Kevin like leading a focus group with like researchers behind a two-way mirror where Kevin's like, so how do you feel when you hear the word Odysseus? And just like <laughs> getting reactions from people and taking notes. Um. I, I picture Grumpy Cat, like Grumpy Cat comes to mind, and, and I feel good. I feel good. Kevin nods uh, now, to the people behind the mirror. <laughs> however, the focus groups in Cranksport are much more negative. Because St. Odysseus sent Kevin away to accomplish all of these good deeds, people who have never met the cult have a very good impression. We're going to say that, Kevin, you have completed these tasks and as fun as it has been and as much as you have learned you are eager to get off the road to find a nice cat tree and cuddle up in it i learned that the real monster is overworking <laughs> the religion has grown exponentially mostly because of the recruiting efforts of kevin it is no longer that one building your religion now owns the whole block 
Saint Odysseus is now, by the way, smoking a huge cigar and has pinky rings. Um, <laughs> on both hands, he's wearing two pinky rings on each pinky. He's just all pinky ring and cigar now. Kevin, this time uh, you see thousands more members of the cult just all around, you know, uh, busy doing various things. Kevin, you see St. Odysseus. You walk into his office. Kevin, my boy, I could kiss you. Hold on one second. I, I got to finish up this meeting. I got a few people on conference, Rocky Talkie. And he turns around and you take your call off hold and a hologram appears. Some sort of communication spell resumes. There you see several hooded figures. These look like powerful wizards. Emperor Palpatine, I vow we will find Skywalker. The liar prophet. You have played your hand too greedily, Odysseus. Watch your mouth when you speak to a saint. The Mage Guild of the Empire does not buy into the superstition that you peddle upon the fools of Cranksport. Ridiculous. You have become a thorn in our side for too long. The our armies amass. You have but a matter of time. Surrender now. You will never take me. Me or my partner, St. Ides, here. We are not mere peddlers. We rule the streets with malt liquor and cultishness. Your rule is at an end, gnome. My rule is just beginning. Soon your head will decorate your church. You will never take me. I'd rather kill every one of these acolytes than let you defeat me. That sounds pretty good, actually. It'll save me a ton on benefits. We shall see, gnome. We shall see. And the call ends. Oh. Now, say to Decius, you know you're screwed. Hard damn. <laughs> the armies of the Empire are coming to clear out the crime and the negative elements of Cranksport. They're going to make it a crime-free city. There is not going to be room for St. Odysseus in this new city. I uh, slowly put on a phonograph record of Fantasy Doors, This is the End, <laughs> as I brew up a giant vat of special Kool-Aid for our nightly cult party. Uh, it's been a good run, but I guess it's time to end the Branch Edisians. Tonight we are throwing the greatest party ever for the Branch Edisians. I got a huge punch bowl of tasty, tasty electric Kool-Aid acid test. It's delicious, and look what flavor it is, Kevin. It's... it's red. <laughs> red is actually a color, not a flavor. Uh, well, it's it's like Gatorade. It's just red. I don't know what flavor red is in red Gatorade. Is that... what is red? <laughs> it's fruit punch? I think it's fruit punch, Kevin. Is that your favorite flavor? Everybody make sure to have some fruit punch and load up all your remaining riches. You cannot be burdened with them on our next journey. We're going forward, so take all your gold and pile it onto this wagon here. It's a very sturdy wagon that should get me to the next town quickly. The next town in your mind, I'm saying. Now, salvation <laughs> is just around the corner. Free yourselves of all gold, silver, jewels, 
and extra teeth that may have jewels of silver or gold in them, <laughs> and then drink your fill. This Kool-Aid is on me. Have a double. Kevin, give it a taste. Excellent. And I shall meet you at the next town? Ah, uh, yes. Yes, you will. Oh, you you will, all right. You will. <laughs> Saint Odysseus leaves the room laughing evilly as he oversees preparations for his immediate escape. I want to do that Yoda thing where he says, uh, you know, I'm not scared. And he says, <laughs> you will be. <laughs> you will be. <clears throat> oh, sorry. I, I turn into Yoda when I don't cough correctly. <laughs> so he leaves. Uh, St. Odysseus leaves, goes into his private chamber, chambers, and uh, you assume he's packing like crazy. Kevin, you see a party starting to break out all around you. The punch is being made. You see them emptying this red ingredient that you were told was fruit punch into a giant vat of water. Everybody's getting cups. Kevin has a cup of the punch in his hand, and he's about to take a sip. He kind of sniffs. He's like, mm, I'm actually not a fan of red. Do we have any grape? No? No worries. I know where they sell grape. It's a mere two towns away in Duke's Court. I'll be back. Hold the party for me. And as Kevin leaves, there is a toast. To St. Odysseus, everybody <laughs> says. Kevin hears the doors close, and by the time he's left the ground, you just hear bodies starting to fall. Oh, they're breakdancing. How fun. <laughs> and playing Twister. I hope they're still partying when I get back. <laughs> and Kevin left to go to Duke's court. He would not return for many, many years. He would not know that every member of his cult just committed suicide. He did not know that St. Odysseus made an escape. He did not know that he was the last member of this organization. He did not have much time to ponder as he would soon be asked to save the children of Des Moines, the thieving city under Duke's court from an evil clown monster, get arrested by the police, and soon meet his best friend, Lothario Della Pulga. And that is where we're going to end this origin story for Kevin. Very nice. Woo. Nicely done. Applause break. <laughs> I love these backstory episodes. A lot, a lot of, of fun. fun. <laughs> it's good stuff. I love having Jesse as the NPCs. He's so good. Dave Callens, where can people find you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Sharkodile. I also help run the awful D&D Twitter page and the Patreon account. Uh, we do have a Patreon. If you guys were not aware, check us out. It's a lot of fun. It's cool swag in there. Yeah, I want one of those mugs, by the way. Sign up for the Patreon, motherfucker. <laughs> no exceptions. I'm sorry. Jesse Egan, where can people find you? You can find me at Jesse Egan Comedy on all social media, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all that good stuff. And thanks again for listening, everybody. And I have been your Dungeon Master, Damian Mercado. Please reach out to the show at AwfulDnD. I also have a personal Twitter handle at Dungeon Mercado. Nobody's reached out to me there yet, but I'm fine with that. <laughs> AwfulDnD works as well. Also, if you're looking for another podcast to help pass the time and you like the humor on this one, feel free to check out Science Faction. It is a comedy science podcast. It tries to teach you some science and uh, throw in some humor so you know you don't tune out in the next first few minutes uh they are we are doing a great series or the host of our show has been doing a great series on uh, a coronavirus it's he puts it out every week and it is the most up-to-date news on the virus if you want to feel smarter than everybody else during this pandemic check it out science faction 
And that is all. Hope you guys enjoyed listening. Please leave us a comment on iTunes and a five-star review. Later, nerds. Just wanted to take a minute to give a shout out to our Patreon subscribers, aka my laundry list of lovers. First shout out goes out to Dirty Dwayne Donovan, who donned me in a van. Next is Fred Milano, my chocolatey and crumbly cookie of a man. Mm. Then we got Chance Decent. And what can I say? I took a chance. And it was decent. Natasia, your grain, who was permanently your grained in my heart. Christopher Skelton, who turned my skeleton into butter just by looking at me. Quezon Escobedo, who took me to Beto. Or Beto. Is it Escobedo? Escobedo would be better for this pun. But that's okay. Matthew R. I never got your last name, but you are unforgettable. To sell full of bees, who, you guessed it, filled my tusso with bees. And then the anaphylactic shock kicked in, but you know, it was still worth it. Christopher Waltrip, who gave me a trip up a wall. Mamandifies gravity. Rebecca Throop. I wanna Throop, Throop. Here I go, here I go, here I go. I wanna Throop, baby Throop. Mm. Jessica out beer. Did you know beer is another word for coffin? Which makes sense, cause I just about die every time you look at me. Lynette DeBell, who rang my bell and then cracked it. What can I say? I'm damaged goods, y'all. Jay Baker and his Baker's Dozen, my little Hawaiian Rover Abs Jason. That's your full name now, Jay. You're gonna be my Jason. Rick Turpin, who turned my heart to turpentine. Sometimes love feels like acid reflex. Lindsay Taylor, who tried to tailor my heart, but only broke it. I'll miss you, Lindsay. And last, we got Malleus Vomentum. Vominiatum? Vominiatum. I don't know. All I know is that last name's got Tums in it, and I finally needed some Tums for this acid reflux. If you too want to join our Patreon subscribers, or be on the Gertrude's laundry list of lovers, you can find us on Patreon.com under Awful Neutral. And you can give today to become a member of the Gertrude's Dudes.